Hello, everyone. Welcome to To Be Heard Podcast, your weekly faith-filled and motivational podcast where listeners are encouraged, culture is challenged, and the truth can be heard. My name is Ayana Simone, and we are moving right along with these brand new 2023 episodes, y'all. I hope that you've been having a happy new year so far. We are officially one week down, and I hope that that first week has treated you so well. But I'm very glad that you're tuned into today's To Be Her Tuesday because we are officially in the second half of this fourth season of the podcast. And I did tease you guys in last week's episode that we have a lot on the way. Okay, like as we are coming to an end of this fourth season, again, To Be Her podcast runs from October all the way through the month of March. And believe it or not, y'all, this happens every season. The month of March comes by so fast. So we really do. We only have a couple more moments left of the podcast. Granted, we're not all the way at the end, so I won't get too ahead of myself, but the end is near. And so um, I hope that you've been enjoying the last couple of To Be Her Tuesday so far, but Please get ready. This second half is going to be off the chains. Okay, I don't know what says that anymore, but it's so true. And I cannot wait to show y'all what I mean, Um, because it's not just new things coming to the podcast, though there are plenty of new things coming, but there's also some new things coming to the website as well. And many of you already know what I'm talking about, because a good handful of you have already signed up for this, but... I am hosting my very first book club over on my website at ayanasimone.com and we are reading together none other than my brand new novel titled My Name is Anxiety. If you want to be a part of that book club, which again, a handful of you have already signed up and I cannot wait. Like I know I say that about every new thing that comes, but this book club y'all is about to be something different. Like I'm real excited and I want you to join me. So if that's sounds like something you're interested in and if you have read more books on your 2023 bucket list I mean hello you're welcome the opportunity just presented itself right here right now you can head on over to my website at ayanasimone.com slash book club the minute you sign up I'm going to send you an email with all the information you need to participate It starts on Sunday, January 15th, so you still have some time. You can order a copy of My Name is Anxiety. I'll put that link in the show notes, and you still have time to sign up, and it's completely free to sign up. Um, Again, this is like a brand new exclusive online community, and um, I can't wait to like get to know y'all a little bit more and dive into this book together because while I have dedicated a nice handful of To Be Her Tuesdays to the book, just talking about some of the more biblical elements to the book. There's also some things I want to get into regarding the character and the character's family and the character's friends. Like there's a lot that I want to dive in with you guys um, that I can't just share on the podcast because y'all don't have the context. You got to read the book. So again, that's ayanasimone.com slash book club. Pretty please join us. It's going to be so much fun. It's just for three weeks, a great way to kick off the new year. And I cannot wait to dive in with you guys. Um, And as far as the other things that are coming to, again, both the podcast and the website you're just gonna have to sign up to become a member to see what I mean to see uh, to be the first to see what new things are coming so I'm asking y'all to sign up for a lot but that's okay because I want y'all to be a part this is ayanasimone.com slash members that will give you the full package of everything ayanasimone.com from the podcast to the blog you get all the first sneak peeks discount codes 
I'm telling y'all, there's a lot coming and I just want you to be a part of it. So aonismoan.com slash members, y'all join the family. But okay, as we are diving into today's To Be Hurt Tuesday, we're actually picking up a conversation that we've been carrying pretty much all season long, especially with the release of that new book. Um, My new book, My Name is Anxiety. Inevitably, we have been talking a lot about identity. And it's not just because the book is called My Name is Anxiety and launch date was during season four and I spent a lot of time talking about the book. It's not just that though. We've also been talking about identity because that's kind of how To Be Heard podcast got its start. Like y'all know this at this point. If you don't, that's okay. But my middle name, Simone, I go by Ayana Simone. Simone's just my middle name and Simone means to be heard. And I had a moment when I finally realized what that meant for me. Like I was named Simone on purpose. Like I was named to be heard on purpose. And I certainly live that out. My parents have said that my whole life that I am just to be heard. And so that's exactly how this entire podcast got started. But not only that, if we are just looking at this fourth season alone, I kind of took To Be Heard a step further where I was re-listening to my introduction episode for season four because I just wanted a refresher for the second half of this fourth season. But for this fourth season, I don't want to be heard alone. Like, I mean, this is round four of being heard all by myself, you guys, with the exception of some phenomenal guests that I've had on. But I don't want to be heard alone for this fourth season. I actually want y'all to be heard with me. And so we've been talking about the things that just need to be heard. And a lot of that has had to um, fall under the umbrella of identity. Again, not just because of the release of my new book, though that did have a part to play in it. But also it's just because it's who I am and I want y'all to be heard with me. And so with that being said, last week I continued that conversation with a message that totally needed to be heard. Um, In fact, I made the message as clear as day because it was the title of last week's To Be Heard Tuesday. That message being, you are not what you struggle with. So if you want to start anywhere, you could start with any episode of this fourth season of the podcast. But if you want to carry out a message that needs to be heard, start with last week's, the first episode of 2023. Let people know that they are not what they struggle with. And yes, it does sound like a very warm, positive message. The beautiful, the most beautiful thing about this message is that it's actually biblical. Like that is coming straight from scripture, that message and that principle that you are not what you struggle with. It's not something I came up with. It's something that we can pull directly from scriptures. And so I spent all last week and last week's episode showing y'all where I got that message. I didn't just pull it from the air. I pulled it from scripture. And so if you have any hesitancy about that, about that message, the truth of that message, please feel free to give last week's episode a listen. Uh, But today, just leaning into that conversation a little bit further for today's episode, I don't just want to talk about what we struggle with, because one thing we did find out and talked about in last week's episode is that we all struggle with something. And I just so happened to pull what I would argue the worst struggle in last week's episode. And we talked about demon possession, got a little bit scary. But I mean, the context of every single person that Jesus met who was demon possessed, he did not treat that person as their struggle. He didn't treat them as their demon possession. He called them out by their person, like who they are. The Bible said a man with a shriveled hand or a woman with a demon like it was always a woman or a man or a boy or a girl that preceded the struggle showing 
that you're not what you struggle with. You're actually a person with a struggle. And that's literally the summary of humanity. Like we are all people who struggle. Um, and I did just kind of give last week's episode away, but whatever, please don't listen to it. I, it's really, uh, I hope it encourages you. I got it, some great feedback about that. So I hope it encourages you as well. Uh, but for today's episode, I want to lean in just a little bit further and not just talk about what we struggle with, but I actually want to talk about what we do because I'm sure that y'all know, like it's one thing to struggle with anxiety, a struggle that I'm very vocal about. I talk a lot about my struggle with anxiety, not just in this season, but in previous seasons too. I talk a lot about it, but it's one thing to struggle with anxiety It's a whole other thing when you take a look at what you do when that anxiety comes, when that anxiety attacks. Because for some people, for those who struggle with anxiety, you may run to your vape pen or you may run to pornography or to sex or to a blunt or a drug. Whatever the case, sometimes, you know, you can struggle with something But that struggle leads you to do something, which is not always good. If I can provide another example, it's one thing to struggle with anger. It's a whole other thing when you take a look at what you do with that anger. And anger is a very interesting feat because, you know, it's an emotion that we all experience. Um, And the Bible says that we're allowed to be angry But it says, be angry and sin not. Okay, so like, it's important to take a look at, oh, sure, I struggle with anger. But what do you do with that anger? Do you sin not with that anger? Or do you sin do with that anger? Like, y'all know what I'm saying? Talking about what you do. That is going to be the focus for today's episode. And I'm very aware that when we start to talk about some of the things that we do, especially because there are quite a few listeners tuning into today's episode. When we start that conversation about what we all have done or what we still may do um, out of our struggle or just what we do in general, the temptation, I think, when we start to talk about what we do, the temptation is usually to start comparing what we do, right? And I'll get a little more specific in a little bit, but I think it gets real tense And real awkward when there's a variety uh, of people listening, you know, different people tuned in today. And we start talking about what we do. Because there's a lot of things that can be done. There's a lot of things that um, have been done that are represented here today. And I'm starting with myself. Okay, the list of things that I've done. Not the prettiest list in the world. (laughs) Like, I've done some dumb stuff, okay? And I say that as an invitation for y'all to just get a little bit real, okay? Like we have all done some things that are terrible, some things that, you know, again, that temptation comes up of um, comparison, like, oh, I did this, but at least I didn't do that, or I did this, but no one can say I did that. And we start to compare and contrast all the things that we've done. More specifically, I am talking about the sin that we all have committed, okay? Because we all have sinned. Scripture says that we've all fallen short of the glory of God. We've all done something that just we're not proud of. 
And there's a long list of that represented here today. Believe me, I'm not going to embarrass anyone and ask y'all to send me in your list or anything like that. No, that would be ineffective and pointless. There's no point in doing that. Then you're just rubbing your nose and all the things that you've done and you're shaming yourself. That's baloney. We don't want to do that today. And I'm not asking you to. But... On top of the temptation to compare all the things that we've done, good and bad things alike, right? With that temptation, if you're anything like me, in the midst of a a variety of people, a large variety of people who are different, they all come from different backgrounds, different stories, all the things, sometimes the temptation is to pick out the worst thing that has been done, like the worst thing that has been represented, And be like, well, at least I didn't do that. Like, okay, I might have done this, but I didn't do that. And well, whatever that is, we usually consider that to be the worst thing that you can do. And if we're going to talk about all the things that we've done today with scripture, there's a point to all of this. But as we're talking about all the things that we've done, I want to address the people who have Uh, who think like me, where your mind immediately goes to the worst possible thing that you can do. Because that's kind of what I did in last week's episode. I was talking about all all of our struggles and I couldn't pinpoint one specific struggle because we all struggle with different things. And and with the, the amount of listeners tuned in, it's hard to pinpoint the one common denominator that we all struggle with because it may not be the same. We may all struggle with something differently uh, or with something different. So in last week's episode, I decided to just pinpoint what I consider to be the worst struggle. And again, I said this earlier, but in my opinion, that's demon possession. Like out of all the things you could struggle with, I would argue that struggling with a demon is the worst thing that you can struggle with. Like, okay, because there's fear, anxiety, insecurity, low self-esteem, um, like just all sorts of things, right? I figured, let me just like pinpoint the worst possible struggle in my opinion. And that's exactly why I decided to talk about demon possession. Because I'm like, that's got to be the worst. Like, I can't think of a, a worse struggle than struggling with a whole demon. So my mind went there in last week's episode. And it is certainly going there again, as I'm not just talking about what we struggle with. But again, I'm talking about what we do. And there's quite a few things that I would credit to uh, or credit as being the worst thing that you can do. Like the few that are running through my mind, I'm positive or similar to what's running through your mind. And I'm not going to name them all. But there's one certain thing, one action that I would consider to be the worst thing that someone can do. And you may agree with this, you may not agree with it. Again, this is not the only worst thing I think that someone can do, but it is going to be the one I featured today because I know someone who actually did this thing in scripture and I'm going to introduce this person to you all today. But in the long list of all the things that we can do, good and bad things, especially taking a careful look at all the bad things, not so pretty, not so proud things that uh, we've done, in that long lengthy list, I would argue that murder is at the top of the list. Like, if you're gonna do something terrible, if you're gonna talk about the worst thing that could be done, I'm sure y'all would agree. Murder has gotta be at the top of the list. Maybe not the only thing at the top of the list, but definitely top five. Like, murder is one of the worst things that you can do. And for today's To Be Hurt Tuesday, I wanna talk about a person in scripture who actually did this thing and still 
after redemption, after a, a beautiful encounter with Jesus Christ, managed to write more than half of the New Testament. The, the book that I live my life by, this man wrote half of the New Testament. You see his name in the title. Yes, I'm talking about Paul. Because again, I'm going to give a, a better description of his story. But long story short, my man Paul used to be a murderer. And not just a murderer, but a murderer of Christians. Like he used to murder the people he would later be writing to in the New Testament. Paul used to be a murderer. And I want to talk about his story with you guys for today's episode. And the reason why is because I have a really funny suspicion that someone is tuned in today and they think I have done way too much, way too bad, that there's no possible way for God to love someone like me or reveal himself to someone like me. Because Ayana, if I showed you my list, if you were serious about me sending in that list to you, you would be appalled. You'd be shocked. You would be disgusted, maybe. Which, again, my list, not the best list in the world. I can promise you that. My list would make you pale, probably. Like, I'm just being real. I've done some dumb stuff. And you may be tuned in today feeling the same. Like, I've done too much. We're going to talk about what we're do, what we, we've done or what we are doing currently here today. I promise you, I'm the chief of sinners. I know that I'm the worst. I've done the worst. And, you know, you're just, you, you feel that way. You're in that state of mind of you have done too much. You're, you've done too much past redemption. There's no way that God could reach out to someone like you. So thankful that you're tuned into today because you're exactly the reason why I'm recording today's episode. I'm recording today's To Be Her Tuesday for those of you like you, like those of you who you think you've done too much. And more specifically, the title of today's To Be Her Tuesday, I'm recording today's episode for people like Paul. Because again, Paul did the thing that I would argue is the worst thing to do in the world, and that is murder, okay? He was a murderer. Many of you know Paul as the preacher, but before his name got changed to Paul, his name was actually Saul, and Saul was the murderer. Now, with the release of my new book, My Name is Anxiety, I've kind of uh, introduced names a lot the last couple of To Be Hurt Tuesdays because i that's what I studied in writing My Name is Anxiety. I just studied how there was always a name change when God was involved. Like one person was called this way and then God happened and then they were called something else. So name changes are a huge deal to me. And this is one of the most prominent ones. We talked about Peter a couple To Be Hurt Tuesdays back, the last episode of 2022 actually from Simon to Satan, which you guys can still uh, check out and tune into. But today I want to talk about from Saul to Paul. Like how did Saul the murderer become Paul the preacher? Because the moment that God revealed himself to Paul, who was Saul at the time, but was since, you know, then changed to Paul. The moment that God revealed himself to Paul, Paul was actually on his way to kill Christians. All the church kids know the story. Paul was on the road to Damascus, right? He was ready to slain more Christians after he had already slain so many. And so this story is probably the most insane story in the Bible because Saul is breathing out 
threats and insults and just bitter towards the church, bitter towards Christians. And he's on his way to kill a couple of them. And God looked down at him on his way to kill Christians. And he's considered that to be the perfect time to reveal his love and mercy. That don't make no sense. Okay, like that does not make a lick of sense that Jesus would see that as the most opportune time to reveal himself to Paul on his way to kill his people. That doesn't make any sense. And while that is very illogical, at the same time, that was exactly what I needed to hear in the spring of 2022. I'm taking y'all back to when season three was over, okay? Because you guys remember from season three, I took us all on a little freedom journey, which never really ends and unfortunately ended in season three together. But the freedom journey continues. We are all on this journey together. And so I want to flash y'all back to that time in my life when season three ended and where I found myself in spring of 2022, continuing my own freedom journey off the podcast. Um, One of the things that God and I had a conversation about, and it's something that I blogged about a little bit. Um, It's a blog post titled Wound for Wound. You're more than welcome to read. That was probably one of the most refreshing blog posts I've ever written because of the revelation that Jesus gave me within that blog post. Um, But one of the things that I found myself struggling with hardcore was unforgiveness. Now, I'm not proud to admit that at all because no one wants to be caught with unforgiveness. In a lot of ways, I can see why people justify unforgiveness so much. But uh, for me, it was actually ruining my life. Like I was becoming increasingly unhealthy because I just let that unforgiveness fester. And it was disgusting. It made me have bad attitudes all the time. It was just, I got to a point where I'm like, I don't want to carry this anymore. Like, this is actually hurting me more than the person that I'm ticked at. Like, I much rather would give this to the Lord. And so as I was praying through that, and I'm praying about this unforgiveness, and I'll relate all of this back to Paul in a a minute. But the reason why it blessed me so much to know that God revealed himself to Paul um, during the time when he was literally on his way to kill Christians As I'm struggling with unforgiveness, one of the things that God showed me, um, and this is really, really interesting still to think about, but the Lord showed me the person that I was most upset with and the person that I I really was really hurt by. He showed me that person, the characteristics in that person, and in the classic way Holy Spirit does anything, he started to show me the same characteristics in me, y'all. And when he did, I was like, I know you're lying. Like, what the heck? (laughs) I was like, are you telling me that I replicate and imitate the behaviors of the person who hurt me? Like, without knowing? That was really hard to stomach for me. But the Lord is just really kind. And he showed me individual moments, like from throughout my life, not just recently, But he took me back to like my childhood days and just like took me down a pretty uncomfortable path of, hey, you used to do that too. And it wasn't just when you were a little girl, but it also kind of showed up in your young adult life, how you still do this and you still think this way and you talk this way, the same way that you couldn't stand in the person that you were mad at and you wouldn't forgive. And in a way, God began to show me the list of things I've done. Now, granted, don't get nuts. God does not shame you for the things that you've done. He doesn't rub your nose in it. And he wasn't doing that in the spring of 2022 in my life. 
Instead, he was just showing me like, hey, that thing that you can't forgive, you've done time and time again to different people in different situations and circumstances. And he just began to show me, like flash me back to those moments of my life where I had no recourse. I did not have a comeback. I'm like, oh my heavens to Betsy. I did do that before. And I did do that to that person. And I kind of did that to the person I was mad who did that to me. Like what? And I remember being so grateful in that moment, but at the same time, really embarrassed. It was just me and God in my room, but I was like, oh, shoot, like, what did I do? Oh, my gosh. And as I was going through all of that and God was just showing me that, I started to get real, like, sheepish. Y'all know how it is once God shows you the truth and you're like, oh, ha, funny and didn't think that way, you know. And so I started to get real shy and, like, kind of embarrassed and all the things and, um, I kind of came at a point of our conversation where I was just embarrassed. I really was. And I told God, oh, I didn't, I no, I didn't tell God anything, but the, he saw this in my heart where I'm like, how do you love somebody like me? Like, how are you so patient with me? Why are you still talking to me? Like, if you don't want anything to do with me, God, I get it. Cause I was just really embarrassed. And God showed me something in scripture, and this will point me all the way back to Paul, because God showed me something in scripture that blessed me so much, and all the shame that tempted to rise up in that moment was gone by this one verse, because I was really embarrassed by all the things that I've done, um, and then having to lay down my pitchfork because of the person who did the same thing to me, and I did, you know, little did I know I did the same thing throughout my life. Um, as I'm sitting in that and just, um, again, embarrassed, I don't mean to be repetitive, but I was, as I was walking through that, the Lord pointed me back to the story of Paul and he showed me a verse in Galatians that just really, really ministered to me and it blessed me so much. And it showed me in that moment that I'm a person like Paul, like, the person who you would not think that God would reveal himself to. Because then y'all know my struggle. I started to take the things that I did and started to identify as that. So I'm like, oh, I am this. I am that. And I should have, would have, could have, all the things. And I started to couple my identity with what I did. But before I got too lost in it, God showed me this verse um, that Paul actually wrote to the church of Galatia. And I just want to read it to y'all because I recognize myself as a person like Paul and I don't think I'm the only one represented uh, like that here today. There's plenty of you listening who um, I'm recording this episode for. I'm recording this for people like Paul, people who, you know, you feel like with everything that you've done, that it's just too much and you're so embarrassed and you can't believe you did that and you're shaming yourself for it and you are telling yourself like, I understand why God does, doesn't want anything to do with me. How could he love me? How could he? What? da you're a person like Paul. I want to read y'all a couple of verses and hone in on two verses in particular, but I'm going to read um, in Galatians chapter one. I'm going to start in verse 11 and stop at verse 16. I'm going to read it to y'all. We'll study it and call it a two beer Tuesday. But again, Genesis, oh my gosh, not Genesis, <laughs> Galatians chapter one, starting in verse 11. It says, dear brothers and sisters, I want you to understand that the gospel message I preach is not based on mere human reasoning. I received my message from no human source and no one taught me. Instead, I received it by direct revelation from Jesus Christ. You know what I was like when I followed the Jewish religion. 
how I violently persecuted God's church. I did my best to destroy it. I was far ahead of my fellow Jews in my zeal for the traditions of my ancestors. Verse 15. But even before I was born, God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. Then it pleased him, verse 16, to reveal his son to me so that I would proclaim the good news about Jesus to the Gentiles. Heavy on verses 15 through 16, where again he says, But even before I was born, God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. Then it pleased him to reveal his son to me so that so that I would proclaim the good news about Jesus to the Gentiles. To shorten it, the point that I want to highlight for today's episode. While Paul was on his way to kill Christians, while he was on his way to do one of the worst things that you could possibly do, while Paul was on his way, he wrote years later that it pleased God to reveal himself to Paul. In his worst moment, when he was about to do something so sinister and so evil and wicked and satanic and demonic, something so bad, Paul writes later in his letter to Galatia that it pleased God to reveal his son, Jesus Christ, to Paul. Paul, you mean the one who used to be Saul, the the one who used to murder Christians and he was on his way to murder Christians when it pleased God to reveal himself to him? Yep, that Paul, that person, it pleased God to reveal himself to Paul. And if it pleased God to reveal himself to Paul, I kind of have to assume that it also pleases God to reveal himself to you. Again, I'm recording today's episode for people like Paul, people who think they've done the worst, that they've done too much, they're too far gone because of their actions, they feel God wants nothing to do with them. Hear me when I say, It pleases God to reveal himself to you. In other words, God takes delight in showing his true heart of grace, kindness, and compassion, and mercy to you. Yes, you. To the person like Paul on their way to do the worst possible thing ever, whatever that worst possible thing is to you, you can encounter The love and the mercy and the grace of God, just like Paul did on his way to do the worst thing. And we know in Paul's story that that moment interrupted Paul's pursuit. Paul did not continue on his mission to kill Christians. No, he was so blinded, literally blinded by the light of who God was that his whole life changed. He was a murderer killing Christians to a leader, a writer, a, a great preacher leading Christians. How do you go from killing Christians to leading them? Jesus. The son is revealed to you. Jesus Christ is revealed to you. And what a beautiful delight to know that God didn't begrudgingly show himself to Paul. Like God had every right to have an attitude with Paul. You know, like he had every right to withhold himself from Paul. But Scripture says in the words of Paul himself that it pleased God to reveal himself to Paul. He, Jesus, you can read this in Acts, Acts 9, 
Jesus is like, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? That's how Jesus presented himself with the blight light and with the powerful question. And it pleased God to do that because he knew if I reveal myself to Paul, he can take this zeal and this passion, not for religious duties, but for a mission much greater, much greater. And that is bringing the message to all people, not just Jews, but to Gentiles alike, to all people. And it pleased the Lord to do that. And if it pleased God to do that with Paul, certainly, certainly, listener, certainly it pleases him to reveal himself to you too. And something told me for today's episode, the second one of the new year, something told me that that needed to be heard. Because here's the deal. When Jesus revealed himself to Paul on his way to to kill Christians, which he did not carry out that plan, we read here in verse 16, Galatians 1 verse 16, that it pleased God to reveal his son to him so that Paul can preach the message to the Gentiles. In other words, it pleased God to reveal himself to Paul so that Paul can be heard with the message, right? And so bringing that for the focus of today's episode, especially with the mission, like what we have for season four, where I don't want to be heard alone. I want us all to be heard together. Let's celebrate the fact that Jesus wants to reveal himself to us so that we can be heard, so that we can bring a life-changing, life-altering message to all people. The Gentiles represents everyone who's not an Israelite. And unless you're not an Israelite, you're a Gentile, which I would argue is majority of us here, even though some people from Israel do tune in, which is very cool. But that's not the case for everyone. A lot of us here today are Gentiles. And here we are benefiting from Paul today, us Gentiles, reading his letters to the churches in the New Testament, benefiting from that because it pleased the Lord to reveal himself to, to Paul. And so guess what, y'all? You also have a mission. You also are called to do something by God. You also have a message that needs to be heard. And this message can only come from God. I read you those earlier verses to show like Paul's message was not his own self. Like he didn't pull from what he studied in, in church school or whatever they did with, you know, Jewish boys. He didn't just pull from something he learned in synagogue. It was direct revelation from Jesus Christ himself. And I believe that God still wants to give some direct revelations. Again, he wants to reveal himself so that we can be heard, so that we can spread his message to all people, not just Christians, not just church people, not just people who have it all together, all people. We have a message that needs to be heard and it comes from the Lord. And instead of beating ourselves up of like, oh my gosh, God, is just disgusted with me. No, he actually wants to reveal himself to you. Don't let your shame stop that moment. Lay that down. I had to lay that down spring of 2022. I was just in shock. I was disgusted with myself, with uh, the behavior I was behaving in, like the things that I did. But before I shamed myself, I, I decided, made the firm decision, I'm gonna lay it down. And that verse blessed me so much when I read that because I was not at all looking for scriptures to help me like, ease the pain and like ease the the shock of like what God showed me and revealed to me that heart truth I wasn't looking for any balm you know like any medicine to heal that in scripture but God he was just kind enough to lead me to Galatians 1 15 through 16 that it pleases God to reveal himself to someone like me someone who has done a lot of bad someone who has done things that I'm not proud of 
it still pleases God to reveal himself to me. And it still pleases the Lord to reveal himself to you too. And so if we're going to be heard in any sense, let's spread this message around. Like y'all want to be heard. Let's start here. Let's start spreading this message to people like, hey, God actually wants to show his true heart for you. And he is a God of marvelous grace, slow to get angry, gracious and compassionate, abounding in love. Like he wants to reveal himself to you, regardless of what you did, regardless of who you think you are. He loves you. And I think that's a gift that we have the privilege of, of going out and spreading this message to people like Paul, people like me, people like you, people who've done some pretty terrible things. God's actually like, I love to reveal myself to you. That makes me want to cry. I love that so much. And um, I hope that y'all will um, actually do this, you know, go out and spread this message that God wants to reveal himself to all people. If you want to be heard, let's start right here, right now and spread this message to people like Paul. So part of how you can spread that message is by leaving a review, which I do encourage y'all to do that. That helps get the podcast to places it's never been when you leave a review. So on whatever listening platform you're tuned in on, please do me a huge favor and leave a review. Let me know how you've been enjoying uh, season four of the podcast or any season for that matter. Season one, season two, and season three are all still currently being listened to, which is awesome. And I want to hear from y'all. Tell me what you think of uh, the podcast, leave a review, and also rate the the podcast that's another great way for to be her podcast to be heard in places it, it hasn't been heard yet so uh, rate the podcast leave a review and follow and subscribe on whatever listening platform you're tuned in on i cannot thank you guys enough for joining me and being heard for this fourth season it's been so fun we're gonna have more fun the second half of this fourth season and speaking of fun again the book club starts this coming sunday january 15th i would love to study and dive into uh, my new book my name is anxiety with you all so i trust that you will sign up get the book you still have some time and i really want you all to be a part so go ahead and do that everything will be in the show notes but you guys will hear from me next week right here on To Be Heard Podcast.